0: Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Monday, June 26. U.S. equity futures are sitting on modest losses this morning. You have S&P futures off 8 points. That's about 18 basis points. Dow futures are down 40 points. That's about 12 basis points. Then you have Nasdaq futures off about 35 points, which is 24 basis points. In Europe, you have the major indices trading off about 50 basis points overall. You're seeing underperformance in industrials, banks, and energy. And then none of the major subgroups are really sitting on huge gains, although there is outperformance in basic resources, utilities, and then the luxury stocks. And then Asia generally finished in the red across the board. The Nikkei fell 25 basis points. The Hang Sank fell about 50 basis points. The Shanghai Comp fell 1.5%. So... Obviously, a very busy weekend um, on the geopolitical front with a ton of news in Russia. Um, started late in Friday, actually started during trading. You start to kind of um, see the Wagner group turn fully uh, away from Ukraine back to Russia, um, but obviously things metastasized over the weekend. Um, you know, I wrote a ton about what happened on Saturday, so there are two big pieces up on the website. Um, you know, as far as markets this morning, I don't there's really not a whole lot of uh impact. I think people are kind of just watching to see how this all unfolds. So you have Brent prices are flat, you have Eurozone natural gas prices are up about just three percent. So not really a ton of reaction in markets. Um, you know, on the one hand, obviously the weeks the the events this weekend were dramatic um and certainly represent an inflection point in this whole conflict, but they're also kind of part of a continuum. In a series of events that have, um, you know, just shown that the war has been an absolute unmitigated disaster for Russia on just every possible dimension, economic, geopolitical. Um, you know, NATO was stronger and larger. The Russian economy is um, operating under crippling sanctions. The Russian military has. Um, been substantially diminished. I just, there's just nothing that's been good about this war for Russia. And this is kind of just the latest example of that happening now as you see these internal fissions in the country um, start to really widen. So I think people are watching to see how it unfolds. Um, but for now, the reaction to markets, um, which I think is appropriate, is, is just pretty muted. Um, you know, energy is the transmission mechanism. That causes stocks, especially in the U.S., to kind of really "quote unquote" care about the war, um, and we've already seen a collapse in natural gas prices. We've obviously seen, um, you know, pretty pretty steep decline in in oil prices as well. Um, and unless that changes, which I don't think it will, you know, I think markets will kind of continue to keep this on the periphery of the narrative, um, and so the focus is still on kind of a lot of the same themes and trends: disinflation, monetary policy, China stimulus, et cetera, et cetera. So. Non-Russian news is relatively quiet. The China Dragon Boat Festival holiday um, wrapped up, so it was was a brief two-day event. um, So there are a lot of kind of retail and travel statistics out this morning about um, behavior over that holiday. I think the news is mixed. The volume of travel is above pre-pandemic levels. The value of the travel is still below pre-pandemic levels. Certain pockets of consumer spending were decent. you know I think the bigger issue with China is still kind of the lack of powerful stimulus measures that investors are hoping to see. You know there was a lot of anticipation built up in the media. Um, and then so far the the actual stimulus steps have been relatively muted. We'll have to see if that changes. it's only been a couple of days. Um, and then obviously lurking in the background is just geopolitics as well. I continue to think that if the China story was simply economics, the stocks would be trading much better than they are. Um, I think geopolitics is having a much bigger effect. On just sentiment. Um, the German Eiffel survey results this morning for June were downbeat. So that is the second kind of gloomy economic number from that country in as many days after the flash PMIs on Friday. Nothing major on the monetary front, but the ECB's Cintra conference kicks off today. Um, Lagarde is on the calendar. Her big speech will be tomorrow. This is the ECB's version of Jackson Hole conference. Um, you know, I, I, Again, as I've been saying, I think central bankers are, um, they're not lying when they say that they're very data dependent right now, which means that they're not really gonna have anything all that incremental to say until they have the next big economic figure. And that doesn't come till Friday. So I don't think the commentary this week out of the ECB will be all that different from what they've been saying. Um, but we do get that June CPI for Europe on Friday. That will obviously be a very important number. So those are kind of all the major news items for this morning. Um, you know, there's a lot of other, a uh, inf- lot of other information headlines out. So we look at the piece for everything. Um, but those are the highlights. On today's calendar, is really not a whole lot that's scheduled. Um, Carnival Cruise earnings will be up for the open. That's essentially it. There's really no, uh, there's no major economic data, and no one is scheduled to report after the close for the week overall. Um, there are a lot of events. So like I said, on Friday, you have the Eurozone CPI for June and the US PCE for May. So two big important inflation numbers on Friday. That ECB Cintra conference, Lagarde speaks tomorrow. Um, China's MBS PMIs come out Thursday night. That's kind of the first formal look at Chinese growth for the month of June. Fed stress test results come out Wednesday night. I think more important will be these big capital rules Um, proposals that the Fed is expected to hand down. Reports suggested they should be out before the end of June. So that means sometime this week. Remember Powell all but guaranteed that the capital rules are coming um, when he testified last week. So I think that is much more important for banks than the stress test results. Um, And then on the earnings front, so like I said, Carnival this morning, tomorrow morning you have Walgreens, tomorrow night you have Jeffries. Uh, You have Micron Wednesday night. You have Nike Thursday night. You have Constellation Brands Friday morning. And that is pretty much everything for today, Monday, June 26. Thank you for listening.